Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to me, it's year three of Gender Z. Listen to us while we make a fuss about content with energy. Let's have a hard conversation on Gender Z. Welcome to Gender Z, I'm Bren Bartol. And I'm Michelle Leong. And today we're going to talk about grief. So if you are not available for that subject, don't listen to this episode. Because we're going to get into it. (laughs) Yeah. So grief is weird. It's complicated. It is not linear, which is sometimes terribly frustrating. It is very... um loopy because you're right it's not linear it's like you're in one place today and you're in another place tomorrow oh my gosh exactly like there's some days when you're 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 doing good there's some days when you're doing bad there's some days when you're doing good and then you see something that reminds you of why you're grieving and then you just like freak out it's not fun (laughs) yeah and i i think that like one misconception about grief is like some people are like oh my god grief is like when someone like breaks up with someone or when someone dies but like you can be grieving over like so many other things oh yeah like if you're grieving i i have discovered that you can grieve living people especially like people like if you lose a friendship like i think a lot of people assume that grief comes with death which is true you know, Michelle and I have both experienced that uh, in recent years, and it it's very true. It's very, very prevalent, and it really just takes you for a ride on a roller coaster you do not want to get on. <laughs> um, but also, like, you can grieve losing your friend, or, yeah, like you said, a breakup, or, like, a childhood or something that you lost that you really loved. Um, and I think it just comes at different intensities depending on what it is and what its relation is to you. Um, and I think it's important to remember that grief is not something to be ashamed of or to be, you know, misconstrued with, with, inability or weakness like it's just it just is um you know i i think it's a lot of people will feel frustrated about ways that they feel which is totally valid but at the same time your your emotions just are they aren't out to get you grief isn't out to get you it's a way that your body and your mind adjust to losing connection yeah and i think um, I mean, especially, like, I feel like in sort of, like, our age group and, like, just people around our age, you know, in general, um, we have so many things that are happening in our lives, and, you know, you can't keep everything that's happening. Like, you might be a part of something, um, like, whether it be, like, a sport, a club, or whatever it is, right? But you really can't keep all of those things when you're gonna move on and do something else and I think that like from what I've what what I've seen from like some of my friends and other people and even myself too it's like 
you can honestly count that as grief. Like it can just, it can be small, Absolutely. but it can bother you for a long time. Like, I don't know. Like some people, some of my friends, are like, I can't do this. Like, I, I don't have the mental capacity to do this or like, I don't have time or whatever it is. And they're going to feel pretty bad about it. Cause like, mm-hmm. let's just say they've com- be- been committed to it or like they've spent a lot of energy participating in something or they just really love what they're doing, you know? And, you know, they can't have that anymore. Like, they have to stop for whatever reason. Yeah. So I think grief really extends to, you know, just things that you're doing in your life, too. Just yeah. not just about, like, you know, people all the time. But obviously, that's a huge part of, you know, grief or what we associate grief with. Yeah. And I think I think we associate grief so much when people die is because I think often that's the most noticeable version of it. Um, because, you know, when people die, people cry, people get angry, people get silent. Um, people who get silent, they're the ones that worry me the most. <laughs> I'm like, okay, the other two are doing something. You're just stewing in your emotions, and that seems very difficult. Um... But yeah, I think that's why we associate it so much with when people die, especially when it's somebody you're close to. Because I think, I don't think this is true. No, actually, I know it's not true for every culture across the world. But at least, I think, in America and probably a lot of Western culture, like, there is this massive fear of death. Um, Whether it's for ourselves or other people. And I think, you know... That's not unfounded, um, but I think people who definitely believe in an afterlife, it's it's probably slightly less scary to them than people who don't, um, because there is life after death for them. And I think that's another thing too. Actually, that's a something that I I have grappled with recently. Is like I had a I had a family member who I was very close to pass away recently, and uh, it was really hard. Um. And she believed, she was, like, she went to church every Sunday. She really believed in her religion. Sometimes. She believed in her religion. She didn't always believe in the people running the religion. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I, I, I don't know that I really talked about it with her, but I believe that she believed in, like, heaven. Um, And I don't. And, but I think knowing that she had this belief and she's achieved it and it's not what I believe is okay. And those things don't have to fight um, because I know she is content and that is, you know, what I want for her. So even though I believe in something completely different and maybe that'll happen to you, it doesn't mean that they're unhappy or or that it has you know you have to let it bother you because it means that you know they whether you believe in the afterlife or not if they did you know that's their next step and that's where they are and and that's good for them um and I think that's kind of a hard thing to grapple with, especially if you don't believe in the afterlife. Like, if you believe in different versions of the afterlife, of, of what 
someone else believes, I feel like that's a little easier to grapple with than if you don't believe in it at all. Um, and because we have no solid, like, nobody's, like, come back from the afterlife and been like, hey, guys, it exists. Like, it is, it is very faith-based, which I think is hard for some people to wrap their heads around. Yeah, I, I think I really, like, like, especially connect to you about, like, this whole <clears throat> thing with the person being content. I think that is really um, reassuring to me, um, regardless of what they believe in or whatever. I think knowing that, hey, this person's going to be content with whatever, yeah. or they have come to peace with, you know, what's going on and, like, all that kind of stuff. I think that alleviates a lot of, like, um, sort of, like, the initial stress you feel around everything happening. Mm -hmm. And, you know, after they've passed away or whatever, you still know that, okay, this person was content. They were okay with it. And I think that's really reassuring. Yeah, yeah. Especially with older people, if they're, like, sick, Sometimes people are in a lot of pain before they die. And I think those people, in my experience, when they pass away are more, or like the idea of passing away is okay to them because they're like, this is going to stop. And that's good. Um, And I think that's another part of grief, especially when it's somebody that you love is, is, you know, when you realize that they have come to terms with dying um it's really there's just so many stages there's so many pieces to it and i don't i know there's like people who like study it and they're like experts but i don't think anybody's an expert in their own grief like i think people know how they grieve but it's not something that you can control or hurry along like i this person has been in my life has been gone for over half a year um that doesn't mean it's not hard because I was really close with them um with her but like the other day it was so simple I was watching a reel on Instagram and it was about how somebody peeled an orange and it was the same way that she peeled an orange and I was having a great day and then suddenly I was just sobbing in my room like that happens and I think I think you know a lot of times the grief journey is frustrating because you don't want to feel like this anymore. But at the same time, I don't think the grief journey is bad. I think grief is a form of remembering and it's a form of joy. And it's it, it shows you that you love someone and somebody loved you. Like it is, and I know that's not helpful for some people. Like at the beginning of the grief journey, if somebody told me that, I would have been like, I hate you leave (laughs) i would have hated hearing that at the beginning (laughs) yeah yeah i again this episode is definitely like (laughs) uh listeners discretion (laughs) but um yeah it's you know there's a lot of things that happen in your life and you know it can be like like you said you know just a few months like shortly after um it could be years but there's gonna be something in your life sometimes and it's going to remind you of that person and you know you're going to kind of go through that whole cycle again almost you're kind of like thrown into it again Mm -hmm. um 
and you know it's running gears and you're like oh my god and then like you know you're feeling whatever you're feeling you're reacting how you're reacting but you know like you said you, you can be having a great day and things will be going fine you know this is not on the top of your head but then again just something reminds you of this person and you know you sit back and you think about it and again i think really like i think just really understanding that everyone grieves differently is so oh, important yeah. Because everyone's, like, a lot of people, like, say that kind of stuff, but, like, they don't really realize it. And I think, like, even, like, even just now, too, I I think, like, when I see something that reminds me of um, one of my close family members who have passed away, I just kind of, like, sit there and, like, not do anything. Yeah. Like, it's, like, some people are like that. Some people cry. Some people feel angry. Like I cry. I cry so often. (laughs) You know what? It's fine because that's how you grieve. You know, it's yeah. like you grieve the way you grieve. Um, but you know, I think it really depends too. And like, your your grieving and grieving cycle can change honestly throughout the years. Oh, yeah. I mean, like it's so like it's not anything that's gonna be the same. Like it's so different when like mm-hmm. different people pass away or like when. Mm-hmm different situations happen so i think really recognizing that like hey your own grieving cycle is going to be different from like five years oh, from yeah now. absolutely and different. like let you and your sibling could lose like your grandma that you were close to and you are probably going to grieve differently i mean that was how i think that was certainly true for my family like i think i grieve differently the way that my brother does or my family or my parents do um I think another important thing to, to acknowledge with grief is it can be very debilitating sometimes, um, especially at the beginning, I think, uh, of, of the grief cycle. When it's, when it's really strong, it can be really hard to do stuff um, because it is, a very, it is a very strong force. It's, it's not something, you know, that you can just muck around with. It is something that... Um, and I think that's another thing is that you have to, that I think is hard for some people to grapple. And I think it can extend your grief journey, um, which I know would be really frustrating for some people. Is It isn't something you can ignore. It is something you have to face and you have to deal with and you have to get through. Um, that's the only way to make it feel better and to make it go away. You can't just distract yourself from it for years. That's not how grieving works. Um because if you're doing that, you're not really grieving. I don't think. I think you're just trying to avoid it. And I think um, there is almost like a redemption, a sort of power in working through that grief journey and knowing, yeah, this absolutely sucks. But by doing this, I will feel better. Um, And once you get towards the other side or all the way through it, like, you realize, yeah, I needed to do that. Yeah, and I honestly, with you on that, because I've seen, like, I know that, like, everyone grieves differently, but when you put it off, like, you really don't, you're like, forget it, I'm just gonna go to work the next day, or, like, I'm just gonna continue doing this. Like, it's very clear that you're hurting throughout all this stuff, but, like, distracting yourself is not gonna take away the feelings 
I think no. that I think that is kind of the main key, like distracting yourself or like putting it off to the side. It's really not gonna like um, take away any of those feelings. Really, it's just kind of pushing them to the back. And when you push something to the back, it's like it's slowly gonna make its way back, and yeah. it's gonna come back. Um, I was talking to one of the one of my family members about this, and she was saying that like when her mom died, um, she didn't really do anything about it. Like she didn't cry. She didn't like, she had like, she's like one of those people who kind of just like sat there. Mm-hmm. And she said for like, it happened for like months. Like she, like everyone else was like devastated, but she was just like, that's sad. And then she was like working and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, <sighs> It came back, like, months later, it just came back, and it hit her, and she was, like, sick. Mm Mm-hmm. And that happens. Properly. Like, she didn't sit there and, like, take time off to really just, you know, get through it and all that kind of stuff. She, like, put it off to a side. Yeah. And there's no right way to grieve, like everybody's different Mm -hmm. and sometimes I think that'll happen because like you'll you just it won't really sink in until like months later and then you're like oh no um I think like momentary distraction like I remember oh gosh how many years ago this this was quite a few years ago um the day I found out one of my family members died I just like watched a movie that night instead of doing homework um because I was like I just I I can't um, and that was a momentary distraction. I think like momentary distraction like that, totally get it. Oh yeah. Sometimes you just need to check out of your brain. <laughs> Sometimes you just need to turn the brain off just for a little bit. Um, but I think when you put it off for months or, or years, it's not necessarily wrong, but it, it is going to hurt. Yeah. Like I would never call anything wrong. It's just like, you know your feelings are still there. They don't disappear because you're trying to distract yourself. I think that's kind of the main thing. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to feel less sad about something just because you're distracting yourself. It's just like you've taken your mind off of it. But when you continuously do that, it's like you know it's not like it's not going to get better really. Yeah. And I think that's that's the big thing of like why I, I recommend against it because, you know, we're not mental health professionals, but we have gone through this um, because you don't like the way that you feel. And the more you push it off, the more you're going to feel like that. And for longer, you're going to feel like that. And it, it's just like not going to go away because that's not how how humans work. We hold on to things. We build connections. That's a that's a very distinct thing that human society does like that's why we are the dominating species on the planet and how we work because of the way that we have connected to one another um i think it's human nature to connect with people and to connect with places and things and losing that is unfortunately a part of life but it is also very natural and normal to be upset about losing it yeah and i think especially especially like when you're in that fresh grief you're not really going to realize it until you're kind of 
you know, until you've kind of gone through it yourself. Cause I mean, it's really experience based. Mm-hmm. Like you, ha- like you go through it and then you kind of understand yourself and kind of understand like, Oh yeah, this is what I did. And these are things that helped me personally or whatever. But again, like, I think really just like taking that time to like focus on yourself and like what you're going through. Um, especially when you lose something, I think that's really going to help you understand yourself a lot better. And like, yeah, again, putting it off, mm, it's, again, it's not going to help you feel yeah. less of whatever you're feeling, but, um, yeah. Yeah. And I think to, it's also dependent on like, what happens like I I have had I've gone to a fair amount of funerals in my life and you know depending on how like yeah I was sad at all of them but depending on how close I was to the person um that definitely determined like how I acted because like there were some funerals I went to where yes I was sad but I didn't know them very well and, you know, I could tell that the people around me were sad and I, I acted accordingly to that. But, you know, I, I wasn't devastated. And then there's funerals where I've, I've cried the entire time. Um, I think it, it's, I think that's something that I think a lot of people find frustrating is, you know, you're going to go through grief multiple times in your life. That's that's just going to happen because, you know, people in your life will die. That is a blunt but true truth. <laughs> um, and it is not oh, – I think if it was always the same for every person, the grief journey would be a little less frustrating, but it's not. It's it's just it, – it, it can be different. And that – is is interesting. I think that's the thing too. I think in media, grief is often portrayed as this horrible thing, and sometimes it does feel like a horrible thing, especially at the beginning. But I think the further away you get from whatever happened, whether it was somebody died, or you lost somebody, or you broke up with somebody, um, and the more, yeah, the further away you get from it, the more you can realize the the wonderfulness of whatever that thing was and you know it's more of a balance then of this is yes I'm sad and I miss it and I I wish that it hadn't happened but at the same time I can see why it was good and how it helped me and why I cared about it um I yeah I think that's just something that a lot of media doesn't necessarily portray is I think they show the beginning of the grief journey and then they don't really follow up um because I think a lot of people have a different reaction to grief. Like some people, it's your typical, like, not necessarily typical, but it's what people assume, like crying or you get angry or you get quiet. Some people really struggle. Some people have addiction issues. Some people close themselves off. Um, but I think in the end, you know, there is there is a moment where, at least for me, there was a moment where I suddenly kind of clicked and I was able to say, Yes, I'm sad, but look at all these great things that happened. Um, and I think, I think, I hope that most people, actually, I hope that all people can get to that point because 
that's when I think um, the grieving becomes less of a chore and more of a, almost like a tool. Yeah. Because I think, you know, <clears throat> that saying where it's like, you know, when you lose something, you kind of understand um, what its purpose or like what kind of impact it had on your life. Um, and again, this could be a person, this could be something that you were in, um, something that you had, you know, things like that. And I think it really, I think it really applies because, you know, once you don't have that anymore, it's like something was taken from you, but at the same time, you're like, something was also given to you. And I think it's really hard to recognize that you were given something especially when whatever was, you know, whether it be a person, um, whatever thing you were part of again, when that's taken away from you, in that moment, you're like, this person was was taken away. Or like, I'm not in this anymore. Like, I'm not a part of this anymore. You know, whatever it might be, that's like associated with I lost something rather than I actually was given a gift or like I was given this, you know, or like this person or like this special experience or whatever taught me something. Mm-hmm. And I think like after, like not the initial fresh period of grief, but you know, when you have gone through a lot of your emotions and stuff like that, you kind of realize this. And I think that's the hardest I think for me, at least, it is one of the hardest things um, because, you know, I feel very strongly that, like, I've lost something. But at the same time, I'm like, what What am I really grateful for mm-hmm. at the end of the day? I mean, just in that, there's the whole to lose something is to have something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you feel upset and you, f- and you feel that grief because you had something. Um, right. And it's, it sucks to lose stuff. Like, I think that's, like, I don't want to construe this as, like, nah, grief is great. No, nah, grief sucks. Like, yes, it, it, it can show you great things. And at the same time, you can be like, I hate what's happening. And that's okay. Um, I think it's just the big thing is it's not the enemy. I think some people make it out to be the enemy, and it is not the enemy. Yes, you're not going to like it. There are certain points where you're going to be like, this is horrible, and I hate it, and that is totally fair. Um, but it is not there to to say, ha-ha, look at you. It's, it's there to say, yes, you lost this but it meant something to you. And I think that's, like, kind of um, the whole, like, celebration of life. And I know, like, a lot of people, uh, they hold, like, a little celebration of life party or some sort of event for, like, you know, their friends or, like, their family members who have passed away, you know, things like that. And I think that really, I think that really speaks measures about, you know, all the stuff we've said about losing and having something too because you're really like commemorating it or like you're remembering this as hey this was you know like this person was 
super special to us, um, gave us a lot of these great experiences, learned a lot from this person, you know, like things like that, right? Um, and I think throughout that celebration of life thing, you sort of understand like, oh, this was actually given to me by this person. Like this person mm-hmm. was whatever qualities or whatever, and it really had this impact on my life, you know, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just, it's such a critical piece of life. I think everyone goes through it. It's universal. Sorry, math. You're not the universal language. No, you are. But um, (laughs) it's something that everyone will experience. And, you know, to your point of, of celebration of life is, you know, funerals really are for the living. I think I don't think they're for the dead. They're for the living to to mourn and grieve together. But the last funeral I went to, there was a very strict dress code. It was that you had to wear something colorful and no black was allowed. Um, and uh, it also said in her like her wants for her funeral that nobody sing Amazing Grace. She was like, I don't want that song. It's sad. I don't want it. Um, and I think. You know, that was ultimately kind of like a final gift from her because she's like, I know all y'all are going to be sad, so we're going to have fun while you do it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, it's just grief is, is, it can, it it definitely feels all consuming at times and it can be, Um, but I think However long it takes you to get down the road, which might be a while, um, it's not. It's not necessarily something to fear, and I think I have only realized that from walking down the road. Um, yes, it's it's not fun, but it's also not. It's not there to hurt you. It's 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 just there to remind you that. Yeah this sucks but look at all the good that came before it because like you wouldn't grieve something you didn't care about you only grieve things you care about yeah um and i really like how you said and you know it's like that last gift or whatever and i think again really i in that moment Maybe, like, you weren't very aware of, like, all these things, you know? It's like, the dots are not connecting right there. But when you walk down that road, or, like, you're going through your emotions, going through your grief and things like that, um, you kind of understand a lot of other things better, so. Mm -hmm. I think, too, there's, in my experience, there's different types of grief as well, because there's grief of when you lose something suddenly, um, or when you lose something slowly, like... um, when you watch somebody slowly die due to an illness or something. Um, and I think you can grieve differently. You can grieve the same, but, you know, uh, I think they both have different effects, but at the end of the day, you're still going to be, you're still be, still going to be dealing with that grief journey. And you're still going to be reaching that, you know, reaching those conclusions about like, what kind of, what am I grateful for? Like, you're mm-hmm. still going to be thinking about these things regardless of what happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Grief's funky. It's complicated. It's not, there's no cheat code. There's no book on how to do it. It just is. And you got to feel your feelings. And I know that's probably super frustrating for a lot of people, but there's no way around it. So. Yeah. That's all I got you. That's all you got? Yeah. That's kind of it. Be safe. Be kind. Take care of yourself. Surround yourself with your family and friends. People you love. Yeah. And, and remember, remember, the, the tiny, tiny space potato, potato believes, believes in you. Find us on Instagram at gen.dir.z. Please reach out if you have any inquiries. Today's episode was brought to you by Bren Bartal and Michelle Leong. Thank you for listening to Gender Z, and we hope you tune in next time.